We, we didn't plan this before service. Brother Brian, I know there's so much to say, and, and I know we don't have a lot of time, but would you mind just two or three minutes kind of sharing where you were, what God brought you from, and the goodness of God, and, and how you are now? guess it's a it's a long short story you know for me um you know I grew up in church and whatnot and and you know as I got married and when you know started doing my thing I drifted not even knowing I drifted and you know I got to a bad spot in my life and so far that I think it is you know coming back wasn't an option uh, and I was so depressed I mean, I was, I was addicted to drugs, you know, close your ears, young children, but, you know, any immoral things, I mean, I was, the world has swallowed me whole and spit me out. And I, uh, I was at the point of being desperate for God. And I was doing a job at Sister Nancy's house, you know, thanks God, she, you know, trying to keep me floating, you know, and, uh, and, and I was praying, and I, and, you know, and I prayed all the way to her house, and I sit and I didn't go into her house, and I stopped there, and and I just I just pleaded with God with everything I had in me. I said, I'm tired of being an addict. I'm tired of being, you know, depressed. I know I'm an addict. I want to be addicted to God. I want to be addicted to Jesus. I want to be addicted to things of the Lord. I want to be addicted to church. Yeah, yeah. And 100%, God moved on me. Thank the Lord. And you know, you know, I'm profusely speaking in tongues for. For hours, Sister Nancy comes out and she's checking on me, and she just thinks I lost my dang mind, right? She so much so she calls my mom, panicking, and then my mom goes over to her house, and and then my mom's taking video, sending to my to my sister. I mean, it was a bad deal. They all thought I lost my dang mind, you know. I mean, and but you know, I, you know what? I'm so thankful. You know, I I look back and I have a lot of regrets and I have a lot of scars, but. I'm so happy because God is long-suffering, not willing that any should perish, including me. You know what I'm saying? I was gone. Had God came back or if I you know, got myself killed in a street bike wreck or in a work accident, you know what I mean? God's long-suffering that not any should perish. And that, it, that was written for me. You know what I mean? And God's redeeming arm is not short and he can't redeem. I'm telling you what, he covered a multitude of sins and he has transformed me. I'm a new creature in Christ through and through. And I, I, I will say, you know, God, I know God now deeper than I ever have in my entire life. I mean, I'm talking, it's a refreshed, renewed relationship with Jesus. He's my best friend. All the times I've been by myself, I was never alone because God was with me. You know what I'm saying? Greater is he that's in me, that's in the world. And he kept his hand on me when I didn't even know he was. And he ain't done with me yet. You know what I mean? He ain't done with me yet. And I tell you what, I mean, the things I want to do, I mean, I do everything I want to do, I tell you right now, right? But the things I want to do ain't the same things I want to do. Right. You know, the, whole, the Holy Spirit in my life, I, the places I used to go, I don't go. Not because I don't want to, but yeah, because I don't want to. You know what I mean? I, I, don't, I didn't give up nothing for Jesus. You know what I mean? I just gave it to him, and God has reformed, and I'm a new creature in Christ. You know what I mean? Forgetting things that's behind me. You know what I mean? And... I tell you, it's so liberating, so liberating for me, 
you know, and, and, and you know, oddly enough, you know, I was going through my, my addiction problem. It was eight days later, Brother Michael, eight days, eight, you know, the eighth son, eighth of sign of perfection. That's, that's my, so, you know, nine, three, that is my, uh, my sobriety year. So, you know what I mean? But I had to get God to get good. Right. I didn't get good to get God. You know what right. I mean? Right. Jesus right there waiting for me the whole time. You know what I mean? And, and the point of my desperation, and it wasn't pretty, I tell you that, though. I had snot coming down. I was crying. You know what I mean? Gibbering all kind of stuff, you know, freaking my parents out, my friends. But you know what? It was the most uh, special moment in my life. You know what I mean? Like, I know, no one do I have my birthday, Brother Michael. It's my, it's my death day. The old Brian has died. All right? I'm a new creature in Christ. Right? And it's a... And it's the most liberating thing, and God knows what I ha he has in the future for me, but, you know, if anybody knows anybody going through any sign of addiction or any kind of troubles, depression, please reach out to me. I, will, I promise you I'll do what I can to, to, you know, share my faith with that person because I'm all about everybody, every day, nudging, sharing my faith, getting closer to God. You know what I mean? Anybody talks to me more in five minutes, we're going to hear about Jesus, I promise you that, right now. You know what I'm saying? I mean, in my work field, anybody, you know, my ministry is my life. You know what I mean? My, 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 my testimony is my life. It's a redeeming power of God, the contrast between who I was and who I am. You know what I mean? And that's glory to God because all the bad stuff, that's Brian. All the good stuff, that's Jesus in my life. You know what I mean? Let the redeemed of the Lord say so, right? That's me right now. You know what I mean? And there's no shame in my side. So I think my three minutes is up. All right. I love you, Brother Michael. So that is awesome, man. I'm so proud to thank you for sharing, God. You're a testimony of God's mercy and grace. Come on. Why don't we just give God some glory? He's an awesome God. Hallelujah. 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 Praise God. Praise God. Amen. Amen. And we were, we were talking about, and, and Brother Brian was sharing that with me, and he's like, it's, there's got to be something there that, there's got to be something there that he, he filled me with the Holy Ghost on, and eight days later, I, I was completely sober and, and haven't gone back to that. And, and, and the number eight is significant because it is, number eight's the day that comes after seven, which is the completion, and eight is the day of new beginnings. New beginnings. Eight days later, he's a new creature. New beginning. Amen. Praise God. Well, hallelujah. Thank you, Brother Brian, for sharing. And uh, we didn't choreograph this. And so, uh, but I, I do feel to go to the word of the Lord this morning and uh, share a word for just a couple minutes this morning. And it is in in line with what you just heard, tremendous testimony. 1 Corinthians chapter 16, and we're going to read one verse, verse number 15. 1 Corinthians 16. And as you're turning there, Leolani, God bless you. Amen. So good to see you and have you here with us this morning. And we're believing that God, amen, is doing a work in your life. Amen. Praise God in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. I beseech you, the brethren, ye know the house of Stephanus, and it is the first fruits of Achaia, and that they have 
addicted themselves to the ministry of the saints. They have addicted themselves. They have addicted themselves. I want to preach for a few minutes this morning. Addicted to Jesus. Addicted to Jesus. I am addicted to Jesus. And I'm not apologizing. I just, by way of explanation, I'm addicted to Jesus. And I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. For it is the power of God unto salvation. Praise God, praise God. Jesus, we pray one more time in this house that you would bless us. God, speak to me and through me. Give us ears to hear what thou sayeth the word of God for us this morning. In Jesus' name, bless everyone here today. Hallelujah. God bless you. You may be seated in the name of the Lord this morning. Amen. If you're not addicted, you need to get addicted to Jesus. Praise God. I have a... uh, I have a, I'll just say a relative that's a great, great person. He's a good man. And for many years he was an alcoholic. He was addicted. Um, that, that, that everything, I think in his life, there, he was always drawn to that. That was for always on his mind. And, and he went to uh, AA. And thank the Lord, he, he came out after he finished the program uh, he has been sober uh, since he went through the program, and we're thankful for that. But if you were to ask him, he would say, hi, hello, my name is such and such, and he will still say to this day, I'm an alcoholic. I'm an alcoholic. And I've seen others that have gone to AA or other drug rehab or other, there's a lot of different types of rehabs out there, and you can fill in the blank. You probably know somebody that's gone through something. And they, they try to give them ways to cope, ways to deal with their addiction. And they try to give them some drugs to counteract the effects of the former drugs that, that they were on and to try to help them get sober. And I am not against helping people come clean. Praise God. I want them to come clean. Amen. Their lifestyle will improve. Amen. They will have a better life. And and I'm all for that. But 2 Corinthians chapter 5 verse 17 says, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. Amen. The church is not an AA clinic. Amen. We're not trying to just give you strategies, and strategies are good. We're not just trying to give you methods on how to cope. We're not trying to just give you best practices on how to live in this world. But we want people to be changed by the power of the Holy Ghost. Because when someone is baptized in Jesus' name, and they are filled with the gift of the Spirit of Almighty God, the Holy Ghost, Behold, all things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. Praise God. That's how, amen, all of us like Brian can stand here today and say, hello, my name is. That's where you put your own name. And I'm born again. I'm sanctified. I'm washed. I'm justified. I'm redeemed. I'm restored. I'm renewed. I'm covered. I'm recovered. I'm blessed. I'm a child of the Most High. That's right. 
Praise God. Romans 6 and 4. Therefore we are buried with him by baptism. Brother Blake's going to get baptized this morning or this afternoon. Therefore we are buried with him by baptism into death. Old man is going to be submerged. We're burying the old man today. Every sin, everything that was in his past is going under the blood today. Everything is going to be washed away. That like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we should also walk in newness of life. Thankful that we can walk in newness of life. Amen. I'm not the old man that I used to be. You're not the old person you used to be. You're not the lost sinner far from God that you used to be. Amen. But you're a child of the King. You're a child of the Most High. Amen. And the enemy tries to remind you of who you once were. But you say, hey, I'm not that person anymore. You've come to the wrong address. They don't live here anymore. That's not who I am. And I'm definitely not who the enemy tells me I am. I am who God tells me I am. I've been redeemed. I've been blood-bought. I've been sanctified. I've been justified by the precious blood of Jesus Christ. Verse 5, for if we have been planted together in the likeness of his death, we shall also be in the likeness of his resurrection, knowing this, that our old man is crucified with him, and that the body of sin might be destroyed, that henceforth, henceforth, from this day on, moving forward, I once was lost in sin, I once was a slave to sin, I once was a servant to sin, but henceforth, we should not serve sin. I don't serve what I used to serve. I don't live the way I used to live. I don't walk like I used to walk. I don't talk like I used to talk. But he made a difference in my life. For he that is dead is freed from sin. Oh, somebody shout, thank you, Jesus. Romans 6 and 17, but God be thanked that you were the servants of sin. I love that. There's a couple English people in here, a couple English professors in the house. I know one thing, were is past tense. You were servants of sin, but you have obeyed from the heart that form of doctrine which was delivered unto you, being then made free from sin. He set me free. Oh, he set me free. He broke the bonds of prison for me. Now I'm glory bound, my Jesus to see. How many are thankful he set you free? Galatians 5, Paul writing, he said, Stand fast therefore in the liberty wherewith Christ hath made us free, and be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage. Here's the cool part. God's made, God set us free. We're new creatures in Christ Jesus. We don't have to go back to the old man. We don't have, have to go back to the old identity. We are new creatures in Christ Jesus. Praise the Lord. Hebrews 12 and 1, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which does so easily beset us and let us run with patience the race that is set before us. Looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross. Thank God for Calvary. Amen. Amen. 
One occasion Jesus said in Luke 9, he said, No man having put his hand to the plow looking back is fit for the kingdom of God. Amen. There's nothing back there worth going back to. I said there's nothing back there worth going back to. Fentanyl's not worth going back to, is it? That was just one of the things that he was addicted to. Fentanyl will kill you. But Jesus gives life. <laughs> Praise God. I, I want to I share about two, two phrases today, or two words today. I want to talk about them for just the next few minutes, and then we'll, I'll try to bring this to a close. But I want to talk to you for a moment. Uh, I shared this about two years ago. I've preached part of this before. And I shared it with Brother Vaughn Pearson and shared it with Elder Brother Pearson. And I guess this has been preached now in Michigan and in North Dakota and uh, somewhere on the East Coast. Who knows? Amen. But uh, nothing new under the sun. Amen. I want to talk about two words, dependency and addiction. <clears throat> you probably already know or certainly could recognize. But dependency is a physical or mental dependency upon a particular substance. And unable to stop taking it without incurring adverse effects. Dependency is more than a physical problem. If you're dependent on something, you will have withdrawal symptoms or side effects if you don't take what you are dependent on. For example, if I am dependent upon insulin for diabetes and I forget to take my insulin, I could very well get sick. I could have problems if I have high blood pressure and I'm dependent upon my high blood pressure medication and I forget to take my blood pressure medication, uh, I might have some heart problems. And I know you don't have to raise your hand, but I know there's some of you that might have some dependencies. There's some things that, that and I'm not preaching to get in medicine this morning, so just relax and calm, okay? Just be at ease. There are some that are dependent on thyroid medication. Thyroid's taken out. Amen. They went from hyper, now they're hypo. Hyper is so much better because then you can eat what you want. And you don't gain weight. But when you become hypo, you eat, even just look at the picture. I just think about chocolate cake and I gain five pounds. But if you forget to take the medication, you might have or probably will have some side effects that will invariably happen. We've had some here that they forgot to take medication and they didn't have enough sugar. We had someone this week had too much sugar and they have to counteract and balance and because they are, their body ha is, is dependent upon something to bring a balance in their in their life and it's okay to be dependent on God we are dependent on God amen Deuteronomy 8 and 11 says beware that thou forget not the Lord thy God I'm dependent on him and I don't want to forget him 
I'm dependent upon him for goodness and mercy and love and kindness and all the fruit of the spirit. I'm dependent upon him, amen, for provision. And I don't want to ever forget the Lord in my life. Psalms 103, bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. How many are thankful for the benefits of God? How many are thankful for the peace that passeth understanding? How many are thankful that he's an ever-present help in time of trouble? Let us never forget the Lord. Praise God. A dependent is relying on someone or something to meet or fulfill a need in their life. Amen. I am thankful for the Lord. I, we've been, we have become dependent upon him. But even Joshua on his deathbed, he's 110 years of age. And, and he says in Judges, uh, or he's, he, he says to remember the Lord and the things of God. And he passes away. But Judges chapter 2 verse 10, Joshua is now gone. He's passed away. And it says there arose another generation after them which knew not the Lord. They knew the stories, but they didn't know the Lord. I don't want to know just about him. I don't want to know just about what God can do. I want to know the God that can do it. Praise God. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost coming in here. I'm thankful I had a praying mom and dad that said, hey, God can heal me from, heal you from spinal meningitis. And God can help my dad walk without a limp when he didn't even have a kneecap in his knee. And the doctor said, you'll never walk, amen, normal again. I'm thankful that I know about God, but I'm thankful I know the God that can do the work. I have a relationship with him. And on this Grandparents' Day, can I just interject? It's not enough to tell our grandkids about the Lord. We need to help nurture them and bring them into an environment that they can have a relationship for themselves with the Lord. Praise God. I just say not on my watch. I don't want to let a generation arise that doesn't know the Lord and what God can do and who God is. And they have to have a relationship for themselves. There was a generation that had grown up that was dependent, had been dependent upon manna, upon the fire and the cloud and the water from the rock, healings and provisions. And yet there was a reason Israel murmured against God that had just brought them across the Red Sea and brought them out of Egypt. They, they knew about God, but they didn't really have a relationship with God. They were dependent upon the Lord, but dependency in, in and of itself is not enough. We need to move beyond dependency and become addicted to the Lord. Yes, Praise God. Because addiction, addiction is an inability. Hear this definition. An inability to stop using a substance or engaging in a behavior. I like this definition. Addiction is enthusiastically devoted to a particular thing or activity. I'm not just dependent off of the Holy Ghost. I'm not just dependent upon God. I'm addicted to the presence of God. I got to have a relationship with the Lord. I got to have a little talk with Jesus. Tell him all about my troubles. Oh, I got to praise a little bit. I got to worship the Lord a little bit. I'm not just dependent upon his hand of provision. I'm addicted to the very presence of almighty God in my life. Addiction comes 
with the psychological component and is all of the physical symptoms that come with dependency. Yet, addiction comes with the added component of obsessive compulsiveness. <laughs> Addicts are a little OCD about the fix. There's a whole lot of, oh, maybe not at this church. Maybe not. This is a bad time to make eye contact with anybody. They don't think of me. Pastor's singling them out. There's a lot of people that go to church because they're dependent upon God. But you got to somehow move beyond that relationship of dependency on God and say, I'm addicted to I can't wait. I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house. It wasn't just the dependency that brought me to the house this morning. I'm addicted to the Lord. I'm addicted to my relationship with God, to the very presence of the Lord in my life. Someone is obsessive compulsive. compulsive. They are always thinking about their fix. I woke up this morning with my mind stayed on Jesus. Well, I woke up this morning. Some people don't think about the Lord until they need something. You got a dependency problem. You ought to be thinking about the Lord before you have the problem. That means you're addicted to Jesus. There's some that can't wait to wake up in the morning to have a drink from a bottle. There's some that wake up and the first thing they're thinking is, how am I going to get my fix today? I wonder how many of us this morning woke up and said, well, I woke up this morning. I can't wait to feel the Holy Ghost in service. I can't wait to spend a few minutes with Jesus. What we need is a fresh baptism of an addiction, of a passion for the Lord about Jesus. When someone is obsessive, compulsive, they're always thinking about their fix. <laughs> Drugs or alcohol, shopping. Oh, wait, let's, let's scratch that one. Thank you, Sister Monks. He's going to steer me in the right direction. I'm not addicted to shopping. I'm just dependent on it. But I am compelled to pray, fast, praise, worship, magnify, honor God. Why? Because I'm addicted to the Lord. Take this whole world just... You see, people that are dependent, they ain't breaking into your home. But people that are addicted, they ain't nothing going to stop them from getting their fix. Hold on. No eye contact from nobody. I'm a preacher myself. People that are, are, that are dependent only, sometimes only come when they got me something from the Lord people man oh lord help me right now i'm trying to be nice lord this is your your word this message this morning don't get mad at the messenger don't shoot the messenger today there's some people <laughs> they're dependent on but they're not addicted they get just a little hangnail on their pinky toe i bet i guess i can't make it to church today 
I'm telling you, you get somebody that's addicted, there ain't nothing keeping from church. Somebody that's addicted say, hey, you can't keep me out of the house of God. You can't keep me from praying. Well, Daniel, if you keep praying, you're going to, I know you're dependent upon the Lord, but if you keep praying, we're going to throw you in that, that lion's den. You better stop. Well, if he had had a dependency problem, he'd have stopped praying. But he was addicted. Now, I can't stop pray, praying God. I can't stop praising the, praising the Lord. I'm addicted to my relationship with God. I'm addicted to God. I, my, my relationship is my everything. My relationship with the Lord is my everything. Well, hallelujah. <clears throat> I've gone 24 minutes. I gotta hurry. There are six. I found this. There's several. There's one had a list of six. One had ten. I think some of them came together. But let me give you one writer. One researcher said there's six major characteristics of an addiction. One number one. The number one characteristic of an addiction. You have the inability to stop. Can't stop. Praising his name, I just. Addicted. I'm not just dependent, Sister McGee. I'm addicted. I can't stop. I will not stop. <laughs> Number two, they continue to use in spite of the consequences. We might throw you in the fire like the three Hebrew children. Might throw you in the lion's den. Psalmist said in Psalms 34, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. 1 Thessalonians 5, I'm going to pray without ceasing. And in everything, I'm going to give thanks. Why? Because I'm addicted. I'm not just dependent, but I'm addicted. Hebrews 13, by him, therefore, let us offer the sacrifice of praise to God continually. That is the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to his name. The third characteristic of an addict. Number three, addicts are preoccupied with the fix. That's all they can think about. I woke up this morning with my mind. Number four, an addiction changes one's behavior. Brian, you said it. I, I do everything I, I want to do. I just don't want to do those things that I did before. Because I'm a new creature in Christ. My, the old man has passed away. Behold, there's a new man. Amen. There's new behaviors. I praise. I worship. I, I, I magnify. I fast. I glorify God. I, I don't walk like I used to walk. I don't talk like I used to talk. I don't dress like I used to dress. I don't live like I used to live. Hallelujah. Somebody shout amen. Amen. Number five, an addiction increases the use of the substance or fix. Psalms 119, oh, how I love thy law. It is my meditation all the day long. Some people can't go to church twice a week. 
think you got a dependency problem. But when it's your baby that's sick, all of a sudden you get spiritual. Brother Mark used to say one's, de- one's need will bring them into the house of the Lord, but only a love will keep them in the house of God. Your dependency will bring you to the altar, but an addiction keeps you at an altar. Hallelujah. Well, the shoe fits this morning. Maybe you are Cinderella or Cinderella. I don't know. (laughs) Number six, experiences, addictions, or an addict experiences withdrawal symptoms. You experience withdrawal symptoms. Man, how many have ever gone through a withdrawal in the spiritual world, in the spiritual, like, man, God, I haven't felt you all week. I got to have something from the Lord. I'm a little antsy. Maybe that's why people that are always moving in church worship, that's because they're addicted. They walk in the door. People can just sit there calm, cool, and collected and let somebody else do the worship for them. Please don't be offended. If the shoe doesn't fit, don't try it on. Amen. No. Well, I got I to gotta hustle. Let me, let me get, to, I'm, I'm literally scrolling through this. Here's some of the sayings. These are sayings that addicts, I thought, well, this is funny because we even have a song. How many of you, remember that old song? One day at a time, sweet Jesus. That's, the young people don't know that song. That's all I'm asking from you. Did you know on a list of things that addicts, this is, this is one of the sayings that they, that they say, and, and they'll teach us even in AA and things like this to addicts, one day at a time. Just take it one day at a time. Hey, just live for God today. This is the day that the Lord hath made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. This is, this is something that they teach to, 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 to addicts. I'm like, well, this is good stuff. Don't quit before the miracle happens. Honey, just keep on praying. Keep believing. Well, the miracle didn't come on Sunday. You just keep on praying and fasting and trusting God. Don't quit before the miracle happens. Third thing that they say, this too shall pass. 300 and something times, and it came to pass. You'll find that phrase, and it came to pass. Praise God. And I'm going to try to bring this to a close in just a second. I'm giving, come on, babe, come up, stand up here, look all pretty and stuff on the keyboard, give them hope. (laughs) If you haven't got it already, I'm going to kind of spell it out for you. There is a difference between dependency and addiction. There is a difference. Here's the difference. A dependent can forget. But an addict will never forget. Dependence. If you're dependent on blood pressure medication, you've probably at some point forgot to take your medication. And it wasn't until you started experiencing the side effects like, I forgot to take my medicine. Oh, I let the, 
I let the prescription run out and I forgot. Oh my goodness. You have the same withdrawals, same exact side effects, but you forgot. But an addict, they never forget. Because that's all they can think about. They wake up in the morning. They spend the day and they go all day long until they lay their head down on the pillow at night. All they can think about is what they're addicted to. God baptized us with a fresh passion for you. Let us fall in love with you all over again. To the point, I don't want to just be dependent upon you. And we are dependent upon you for so many things. But I want to be more than that. I want to be addicted to you. You know who's going to be in heaven? People that are addicted to Jesus. I typed this down in my notes because I thought it was just, I wanted to, didn't want to miss it. I wanted to get it right. God, I believe God. I know we got guests from apostolics from other churches this morning. So this is just, maybe it's just for our home church today. But, but take it, run with it if you want to. But God, I believe, is raising up a people who are not dependent upon others to praise or worship for them. Well, if they would have sang the right song, if they would have played the right song, if they would have, if they'd have played an upbeat song, I would have worshipped today. If they, God is raising up a people who are not dependent upon others to praise and worship for them. They're not dependent upon a music team. They're not dependent upon a choir. They're not dependent upon a praise team. God is trying to raise up a people who are hungry and thirsty because they have an addiction for the presence of God. Let's stand. have grown to be dependent upon the blessings and the provision of God. But I don't want to forget not all His benefits. I want to say, Jesus, I want to, I want to get as close to You as I possibly can. I want my relationship with the Lord to blossom and be fruitful. I want God to multiply in my life I want the fruit of the spirit to to be evident in my life I want God to be to be able to use me I want God to use me for his glory for his kingdom for his purpose but most importantly uh, and, I, and I'm dependent upon all these things for God and but I am addicted to your presence that's why David I believe the I believe this is why David was was called by God himself as a man after God's own heart. David wasn't just dependent upon God. David said that what he had failed miserably and sinned miserably because he's not perfect and none of us are perfect. But he said, Psalms 51, created me a clean heart. Renew in me a right spirit. Cast me not away from thy presence.
Sometimes we rush right through that one. Cast me not away from thy presence. And he said, and restore the joy. But the reason the restoration of joy in his life came, but it could only come after he was reunited in the presence of God. Cast me not away from thy... Jesus, let me come close to you. This addiction has to be something that's, God, I ought to be close to you. Jesus, I don't want there to be a, I don't want a day or an hour go by that I'm not thinking about you and appreciating you. Even when I'm at work and I'm in meetings and I'm talking, let there be a joy in my spirit. And God, let, I, there's just something that I can't wait to get back into the presence of God. And I know if we were filled with the gift of the Holy Ghost, the presence of God is in us and, it, and he goes everywhere we go because we're the temple of the Lord. So I preached this message this morning, and I went longer than I thought I would. I apologize. But I wonder this morning if there's any addicts in the house. I wonder if there's anybody in the house that's addicted to Jesus this morning. I said, I want to be close to you, Jesus. I came with great expectation this morning. I came because I, I, I need a fix in, the, in my spirit today. God, I need you to fix something in my life. I need, I need provision in my life. I'm dependent upon you. But more than that, I'm addicted to you, Lord. And I just wonder if anybody would want to come and kneel or stand at an altar this morning and just draw close to God and draw close to the presence of the Lord and just begin to praise and worship for yourself and magnify Him. Why? Because you have an addiction. You have a love for the Lord this morning. You love Him with all your heart, your mind, your soul, and strength. God, I'm addicted to you. Whether you meet the need or not, I'm still going to praise you and I'm still going to worship you because I've got to be in your presence.